Nation with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is when you hear my voice on your speakers. You're now tuned into the hottest hip hop and R&B show this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio.
The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. It's gonna underground hip-hop and r&b show on this side of the net that's right folks we're going with the vibes here tonight keep it locked because coming up next we'll be joined by our special guest we got jake love from the 313 detroit's in the house keep it locked y'all this is non-stop radio i got a good girl at home waiting for me by the phone i know she don't want to see the way be pulling me To risk this cause it ain't shallow Can't say it's too much swallow Straight from the bottle I know this liquid confidence I Makes know. me forget about the consequences Baby, I'm talking Can't find any 
Non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. What's really good, Atlanta? How you living? This your boy Emilio Wegbar here, inviting you to come join me nightly, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. till midnight, as we rock your speakers on the hottest hip-hop and non-review show this side of the net, folks. It's the non-stop radio show, Atlanta's new late-night radio show on Atlanta's new hip-hop and R&B station, Street Madness Radio. Live broadcast, live call-ins, interviews with dope special guests, shout-outs and giveaways, plus, you know we gotta hit you with some of the hottest music from some of the hottest artists worldwide, so come check us out nightly, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's the non-stop radio show on Street Madness Radio. Download the Live 365 app for your smartphone or your tablet devices and search Street Madness Radio to come check us out. I'll see you there, ladies and gentlemen, until then, keep it live. This is Non-Stop Radio. The Non-Stop Radio Show. Non-Stop Hip-Hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Yeah. Push a button in the beamer that I lane switch. You say you riding for us, but you know it ain't this. Got the pink slip, never been to Avis. I know I ain't shit. Pull up on your main bitch. She just wanna fuck with a real nigga, yeah. Sippin' liquor, yeah. Sippin' shine down, honey's on me wildlife. I'ma I'm put it in some product. Ain't nobody do it like this. Watch on left first, not the right wrist. Not the style of the beat by 
writing. No pen, no pen, I ain't writing. Get the chicken like it's Tyson. Baby, why you so enticing? Ride this dick, your bitch be biking. Pop out anywhere they like him. I know they praying on my downfall. I know they praying on my downfall. I'll be better off without y'all. I know they praying on my downfall. Push a button in the beamer, then I lane switch. You say you riding for us, but you know it ain't this. Got the pink slip, never been to Avis. Damn Benji, you poppin'. Came too far, no stopping. All about a profit. Money in my pocket. Paint a picture like a locket. Push a button in the beamer, then a lane switch. You say you're riding for us, but you know it ain't this. Got the pink slip, never been to A bitch. I know I ain't shit. Pull up on your main bitch. She just wanna fuck with a real nigga, yeah. I be in the club, I ain't sippin' liquor, yeah. Sippin' shine down, honey's on me while the non-stop radio show non-stop hip-hop the hottest underground hip-hop and r&b show on this side of the net ladies and gentlemen i hope you're enjoying the show be sure to follow us on twitter at non-stop radio 212 to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip-hop shows favorite hip-hop show this is Non-Stop Radio. I hope you find now. I love my smile, my smile, my smile. All in the climate. Hoping you will reach it. You stay like a phoenix. You stay like a phoenix. Too deep, I don't relax. At least I told you I got so bad. Now that you've been here for me, girl. 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 I left the roses on your tie. I left the roses on your tie. I'll help you find now. I'll help you find now. I left my smile. I smile. I smile. I smile. Stay a lady, I'm feeling. Stay a lady, I'm 
the non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Wow, what's poppin'? You dig this G-Quick straight from the N.O. New Orleans, you heard me? And you're tuned in to Non-Stop Radio with Emilio Eggball, the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. It's your host, Emilio Wackbar, and this is the Nonstop Radio Show. And I want to say thank you to everybody out there who has taken the time out of their busy schedule to tune in here to this episode as we got a dope guest in store for y'all here coming up here on the line with us right now. And please help me welcome to this platform, Mr. Jake Love. Jake, how's everything, man? How are you? And welcome to the show. 
I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Not How are pro- you? I'm good, man. Living life and loving every minute of it, man, as much as I can. Awesome. That's great. That's what it is, man. So, you know, thank you once again for coming here and rocking out with us on the show. It's always dope when we get a chance to, you know, talk to new and interesting people. So with that being said, man, you know, for all the people out there that's listening, this is their first time hearing you on this platform. So please, why don't you start by telling them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Jake. I'm an artist from, uh, Michigan and, uh, I've been, uh, Killing it recently. I just dropped a, a music video and a, a new album called Power Chair. Mm. So, Power, great. That's what's up. So, Power Chair, you know, released it on July 8th. So, you know, it's been out there, you know, for a few days. It's just really starting to circulate around. What has been the response that you have gotten for, you know, this project, Power Chair? I've gotten great responses. I think uh, everybody loves it. I haven't really heard a bad thing about it. So, mm. um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, keep getting it out there, and I'm excited for uh, what else is to come. That's cool. So now, with that being said, when people hear your name, Jake Love, for the first time, what kind of music are they expecting to hear from you? Like, what would you define your style of music for? Um, I'd say uh, pop, hip-hop, rap, uh I just say it's uh, good music. Honestly, I just think it's—I think it's amazing. So mm. um, they're they're in for a, a good treat, that's for sure. Mm. So with that being said, you know, Power Chair. You know, we just discussed that it was out since July eighth. Congratulations on putting out your project. Is this your first ever project that you put out, or is this the? This is just one of many that you put out so far. I'd say it's my first official one. I've had um other small projects that I've put out in the past. But, um, mm. yeah, I'd call this one my first official project. Okay. So with that being said, what was the inspiration that went into creating Power Chair? Um, I just came up with a, a group of songs that I thought were awesome. Uh, we're just totally banging, and uh, I just decided to uh, put them all out as a group. Mm. And, um, yeah, the name Power Chair, I'm in an electric wheelchair like a power chair. And, um, it's also me playing with the words, um, meaning I want to get into an important position or like a seat in the upper echelon, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just decided to put those two together and make the best album I could. That's what's up, man. So, you know, with that being said, you know, seven tracks and the one that we have that we're going to play, you know, coming up in a little bit called Love Letters. I had a chance to listen to that and I've actually played it, you know, on my morning show a few times already. And it's a pretty dope song, man. I like that song, Love Letters, man. So what was the inspiration behind that? Um, That one came pretty easy. Uh I got the beat from a, a producer named Ross Gossage, and uh, I came out with that song really quick. It didn't take me long to record it. It was one of the easier, faster songs I've ever made, so it just kind of came natural, really. Mm. So now, is Love Letters about a particular, you know, significant other in your life, or is it a deeper meaning than other than what you just see as far as, like, the title is concerned? No, I'd say it's probably pretty surface. Um Definitely about experiences I've had, but um, also just a great song. Mm-hmm. So, um, however people can relate to it is uh, it's fine for the interpretation for sure. 
That's what's up, man. So, you know, like, do you actually, like, you know, do you produce your music yourself? Or, you know, I heard you mention that, you know, you got the the beat from another producer. But do you also dabble into producing, or are you just strictly about the artistry of it? Definitely. I definitely do some production. Um, Yeah, for uh, a few of the beats on the project, I even produced myself, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, One called Out of Control, and then another one that's called For You. And I even helped produce um, the Somebody Else song that's on there as well. So mm. I produced uh, like like half almost of the album. Okay. Definitely I'm into production and engineering and stuff like that. And I record all my vocals myself in my own studio. Nice. So you actually, you know, like not, what I mean by production, like you actually are making the beats as well or helping to make the beats as well and as well as the mixing and mastering? Absolutely, yeah. I make the beats on uh, Fruity Loops, FL Studio. Mm. And, um, yeah, got it all. Add the layers, add the hat. <laughs> That's you what's up, know. man. That's Anything you want to know, I can do it. I got you. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And, and I always find it fascinating when, you know, I get to have conversations with artists that also, you know, produce their own music. Because me, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big advocate for, you know, telling artists out there, if you can't find a producer that you feel as though fits your style, then make the music yourself, you know. So when you actually have, you know, artists that come along and they are capable of not only just making their music, but also, you know, being the one to produce it in terms of making the beat, doing the mixing and mastering. I always find that fascinating and unique because you got a lot of people out there that can't even really write a song. So, you know, anytime you got somebody I can, you know, that is well versed in all elements of what it makes, what, what it takes to, you know, create a song. That's that's always pretty dope to me. For sure. Um, I kind of go by the saying, like, I'll do whatever it takes to make the best song. Whether that means you need me to produce it, just have the vocals on it, mix and master it myself, do all of the engineering, whatever it takes to make the best song, I'm, I'm down for it. Mm. So I'm not, I'm always willing to give the production to somebody else. I'm always willing to take it on my own and make the beat, whatever it takes to make the best song. Mm. So how old was you when you exactly decided that you wanted to pursue music as a career full time? Probably like, probably like 18 or 19. And um, back then I was really just starting out. I didn't know much about the production and stuff like that. So it took a while to learn it and um, a lot of growing pains. And I think I'm a, a well-oiled machine now for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's pretty good, you know, for people that start off at, you know, a more, I'm going to say like a later age, because, you know, you hear the story with most artists, they'd be like, oh, music is my life. This is something I've been doing for X amount of years. And, and to some degree, it's cool. And then you have those ones out there that, you know, are really being genuine when they say that they actually just really just started. And to reach a level where, you know, their music sounds like they've been around for a long time is a testament so to speak, to that artist's work ethic and the way they just, you know, put music together. Was you doing anything, like, prior to that before you started doing music? Like, full-time, you know, taking it for real? For sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say that was a humble, generous answer. Um, I think, like, just like he said, like, growing up, I was loving music. I was all over it. Um, at a young age, I got really good at beatboxing. Mm. Like, really good. And, um, then I started freestyle rapping and um, I was basically like a little Eminem. People would just throw me topics 
and I would be able to freestyle off the dome on the spot to anything, be able to rhyme it with every single word. You know what I mean? Just like that. And then eventually I wanted to do more than just freestyle for a bunch of people at a party or something like that. And I decided to professionally start recording my music. Mm. So the first time I got into a studio, I was probably about 16 years old and I wasn't counting that yet. I was still just learning, you know, I came in there and actually freestyled the first time I ever recorded. Nice. It came off the dome, nothing even written. And it turned out pretty good. A lot of my friends were surprised. So, um, I went back and, uh, decided to write some stuff. And then I got crazy serious about it at about the age of 18, mm. but I was always about it. Always about the music at a young age. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I- <laughs> Forgive me for what I'm about to say, but I'm a little jealous because, like, I know this. I know, and I've worked with some artists that can just go in there, don't have to write nothing down. They can just walk right into the booth and just say whatever is on their mind. They can go together and they can make a great song like that, man. It's always, you know, I always admire those people that can do that, especially those that, you know, you can just throw them a topic and you can just freestyle about it. Like, do they throw you topics while you're actually rapping and you bring it up or you just, this is the yes. topic right yes. here and they want it'll be like no they'll shout words like 20 words while i'm freestyling and then immediately i use that word mm. Mm. you know i'm gonna have to but ask when you i'm recording you... music nowadays uh-huh go ahead my bad no no you good good you good go ahead you good i was gonna say um a lot of my music now is a lot more thought out though i'm not always necessarily going in there just freestyling mm-hmm. but i definitely have the ability to do it um so it helps a lot. Helps mm. a lot. Now, what I was gonna ask you: Would you be willing to, like, you know, display that for you know the listeners here, real quick, just to give them a quick example? Because you know, we got a lot of hip hop fans out there that listen to the show, and they write, "Yeah, right, man. I'm, I, I gotta call this bluff on that one, man." So, can you? Are you capable of doing that now, or you, you just like to, you know, do that, yeah, you know, spare sure. moment? All right, cool. So we're gonna start. No, we're gonna we're gonna do a little um, challenge I right quick. One question. Yeah, go ahead. Am I allowed to swear? Of course, of course. You can be whoever you want to be. You can say what you want to say, man. Go for it. All right, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right, sometimes the stuff will just come out. You know what I mean? No filter. Nah, hey man, that's what we like. It. We like it raw, uncut, and genuine, man. All right, you want me right now? Anytime. Yeah, yeah whenever you're ready. All right, I got you. Okay. I let my baby get lost in the aura. I'm not good at making up. I take it to Sephora. She explore a lot of things. I'll probably call her Dora, and you probably fucking with me, but you never did before. Mm. I guess some people hate you from the way that other people love you. I guess that's why some girls be texting me and saying, fuck you. But that's all right, man. I swear I never listen. Now they coming up to me and say, yo, Jake, I hear you spitting. Okay, 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 I get it. You think that I am the man, but I bet you won't admit it. Yeah, yeah you think you're cool, right? Well, take that smirk off. I'm about to fuck around and have your girl shirt off. Mm. If you doing shit that you ain't ever eaten. Even heard of. Can we do this quickly? Because I got some shit to work on. No complaints. If you got an attitude, I better add a few more shots because you turning me off. I get some no complaints. Probably go and get this shit. Hello, bitch. This is Jake. Probably go and tell this shit. You can say that it'd be fake. I go and do this shit. 
all the time, and it'd be great. Never want to hesitate. Always going to make it a goddamn professional. I get this educational. I really don't care about the shit we get in an episode on Netflix. Probably get it next. And I really do not care about the shit we get the bands in. Roll it in a quick two. Platforms. I can really get you. I never do this shit. Probably platform like you did. So I flip off and I land it. Open that it's planned. It. I always get this shit. And I'm really just outstanding. I never want to hand it to you. But probably go and get that. I'm going to probably do this shit and jump up on a flip tap. Hey, yo, man, that was dope, man. Thank you for that, yo. I always love it when, you know, people hey, can't, you know, freestyle. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. Like I said, yo, That's like funny. back in the day. I wasn't expecting you to throw the topics. That was funny. I like that. Uh, cool. <laughs> I told you, man, you know, people that listen to this show, they go and hear that. Anybody, yo, I hope he put him to the test and really see if he can spit and go off the top of his head with, you know, topics being thrown at you and you survive the test, man. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. <laughs> Anytime, anytime, I got you. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. So, you know, for, you know, the people out there, you know, they listening right now and whatnot. And they just want to know, like, what is the goal? Like, what do you want, you know, people to feel when they listen into your music? Like, what do you want your music or should I say, what do you want to have accomplished in your career before you decide to hang it up and say, you know, you're good. You got all the accolades that you wanted and now I'm good now. So what is it that you actually what is the end goal for you? Honestly, I want to take over for sure. Mm. I want to be the best. I want to rip your fucking heart out. I want to do all of this shit for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm here for one reason, and that's just to climb the top for sure. Mm -hmm. So, however high we get, that's that's cool with me. You know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. gonna give it my best and uh, stay humble, stay ready for any occasion, and you know, see how it goes. Absolutely, I admire your confidence, man. You definitely have to be confident in this particular industry, man, because it's a cutthroat industry, you know, dealing, you know, with the music business and, you know, the people that you encounter throughout, man. So, like, when it comes to dealing with people, do you have, like, a team or do you deal with people directly? Um, what do you mean, like, just, like, uh, like, fan encounters or, like, no, 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 no. Like when it comes to like the business aspect of, you know, dealing with, you know, the music industry and having to deal with the businesses, like, do you take on everything on your own? Cause I know you wear, you know, basically every hat when it comes to the music production side of it and, you know, the actual artistry, but like when it comes to the business aspect of it, are you in control of your own business as well? Or do you have, you know, like a, a team of people around you that help you on that side? So you can just be creative and focus more so on your music. Now, that's the thing. Um, I do have a team that helps me with a lot of stuff, helps me with social media management and um, business and stuff like that. But I definitely say I'm definitely in full control. And, uh, yeah, I think as long as you have a team that doesn't mess with your artistry, like you said, and you can just focus on the music, I mean, that's the goal, right? Like, the artist should be focusing on the music. So if you can find the right group of people around you, then it could help a lot. But at the same time, I would definitely wouldn't just jump into getting a certain team for a business or something like that and try to take the easy way out. You know what I mean? There's no easy way out. You got to make sure that all the connections that you're with are genuine and real. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm definitely hands on everything. For mm -hmm. sure. That's I wear cool. every hat. That's good. And you know, would you say like, it's difficult for you when you are, you know, 
in communication with people throughout the industry? Like, how was it to you? Like, what is a, a, a regular day in the like of, in the life of Jake Love when it comes to your career? Like, when it comes to like dealing with everybody and, you know, also putting together the music and all that stuff, you know, being in, in total control of your career? Um, so I get a lot of DMs and stuff about like there's opportunities and features and artists and stuff like that. So I like to, uh, I, I read everyone, make sure, um, see what's going on. I always want to give people the time of day for sure. As long as I can, as long as it's not too many and it's impossible, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. So, and I also go to uh studios and just have a good connection with a bunch of um, studios around my area. So mm-hmm. I'm from the Metro Detroit area. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of studios. And I'd say I've been to a, a handful of them and uh, you just pick and choose and you find what works for you. And like I said, you find the connections that you find feel appropriate and uh, you just make great music. Mm. Now, you know, shout out to you. Shout out to Detroit, man. I always love having conversations with Detroit area artists because I always tell people that Detroit when it comes to the hip hop scene is one of my favorite cities as well that I like to listen to because you got so much raw energy and raw talent that comes out of Detroit that doesn't often get noticed. Like you name the likes of like a big Sean or Obi Trice or, you know, God bless the dead, rest in peace, proof, you know, Eminem of course. And then you got the other artists that a lot of people don't really think too much of. Like you think of like, you know, artists like kid rock and a whole lot of other dope artists that come from out of the Detroit area, man. So I can just imagine how you know you know coming up through the scene in detroit how competitive it is like did you ever like really feel the competitiveness or was it just more so you stayed away from the competitive nature you just wanted to make your music um i definitely embrace the competition and i support everybody around me mm-hmm. um yeah i just want to make great music and hopefully uh i can be in the same conversation with them one day. Mm, I hear that. Who are you listening to nowadays? Like, who are some of your inspirations to continue on? Like, are you just self-motivated or you actually do take time and listen to, you know, other artists? Yeah, I'm definitely self-motivated. Um, but I, I take the time to listen to, uh, music and stuff. I gotta know what's, what's hot right now, you know, and I gotta know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty funny. I've actually recently, Within the last month, uh, I've been into Latin music actually. Mm. Um, there's a song by uh, Carol G named uh, called Provenza. Mm-hmm. That that shit is fire. So yeah. I like that song a lot. I love, I, I definitely love Latin music, just like the overall vibe and the melodies of it. it just the mood yeah. that it creates when you listen into it is like, it, it, it is no other genre of music out there that can compare to it, you know? Cause like, it, I remember, right. you know, my time living in Washington Heights, you know, when I used to walk home at night, it could be like three o'clock in the morning and it's like, it feel like a block party outside because they out there, you know, they got the Latin music playing, everybody out there dancing, cooling, having a good time. And it's like, it's, it's it's it just like I said. It's just no comparison to Latin music to any other genre in the industry. Yeah, there's so much energy. It's just such mm-hmm. a vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just it's just party city. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Definitely. And what are some of your other favorite genres that you like to listen to, or that you're starting to you know tap into a lot more now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess I'm just I, I got my hands all over pop, hip hop. Um, rap. I think those three are probably the the main 
structures that I uh, listened to. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I used to really like uh, Isaiah Rashad. Mm-hmm. He used to really like that. He had, a, he had a tape called Silva Demo, I believe, or the Silva Project or something. That mm-hmm. that was fire. That was awesome. I really like that. Yeah. And then I stopped uh, listening so much probably after that Kendrick Lamar Damn album came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that shit and it was so good that I was like, all right, I need to change up my game plan. So mm-hmm. I started getting into melodies because he had the crown right there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had to get the uh, the game plan switched up. I decided to uh, go and get some melodies into the music and just change it up and get almost a little more pop-based. Mm. Yo, Kendrick Lamar, man, definitely got to say salute to him because, you know, he's widely regarded as also another one of the, the greatest ever to do it, you know. And when he put out, you know, that project, damn, I didn't get a chance to really listen to it. But, you know, hearing, you know, so many of the responses and hearing a lot of the feedback from it. And then he went on that five year hiatus before he actually put out another record. Now he got the new one that's out now. How do you feel in comparison to, you know, both records have you had the chance to listen to the new one? See, I'm actually the opposite of you. I haven't really had the chance to listen to the new one. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we're kind of on opposite sides there. I feel you. I understand. I get it. Yeah. Now, nah, we're actually on the same side in that regard because, you know, I'm not the biggest Ken- Kendrick Lamar fan. I'm not going to lie to you. So, you know, I haven't had a chance to really sit down and listen to either project. But, you know, I'm, there's been a lot of mixed reviews that I've been seeing for a lot of people. And I guess that's just a testament to Kendrick Lamar when, you know, you put out a project such as Damn that has, you know, resonated with so many people that you get a lot of people out there that was looking for you to do something extravagant to top that. In most cases, you know, the artists, they can't, but sometimes you do have those artists that really, you know, pull off that rare feat. And when I think about that, I also think about artists like Nas, how like, you know, a lot of people don't want to let him live after, you know, Illmatic, you know, everybody keep expecting him every album that he puts out next. It's supposed to sound like Illmatic. Cause you know, a lot of people, Hold you know Illmatic as one of the Or if not the best hip hop album Of all time so you know you got A lot of people that make that one project And it's you know it's kind of hard to to get away From that once they make something that Everybody loves do you feel like you know you have One of those on your hands as well That's funny you say that Um, So it's tough because Everybody wants the old version of the artist And the one that they're attached to And the just like just like people, artists are constantly evolving, constantly growing. They're making different sounds, different music, and like the truth is, is that like a lot of the time, the artists can't go back to that thing that everyone's holding them to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People change, the music changes, the sound changes, and um, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying by that. So mm-hmm. people want just Illmatic one every single time when maybe he's doing something completely new this time. You know. Mm-hmm. That is true. And, you know, when, when, when you have stuff like that, it, it leads to, you know, the audience or, you know, the fans to kind of pigeonhole, you know, an artist into a position that they don't really want to be in. Because like you said, you know, things change. People evolve over time. So, you know, to me, it, it's doing Nas a disservice. It's doing a Kendrick Lamar a disservice when you try to hold them to that one standard. You have to learn to grow with that music as well with that artist, you know. Absolutely. So can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah, sure. Can you name like your top five rappers all time for me? My top five, I can tell you right now, was Biggie, Nas, Busta Rhymes, uh, Jada Kiss, 
And I would say Lloyd Banks. Nice. Yeah, that's that's my top five off the top of the head, you know, that I can tune to and listen to. But, you know, with that being said, also when it comes to, like, my favorite groups, it's Wu-Tang first, first and foremost, and then, you know, Dipset and then G-Unit. Yep, that mm-hmm. makes sense. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Who's your top five? That's that's a tough question, and I think (laughs) it just depends on, like, what you're really talking about for rap. Like, are we talking about, like, strictly bars, or are we talking about, like, the song as a whole, like, Oh, like, see, you ain't give, you see, you ain't give me that option. <laughs> nah, but it's all good. Right. Nah, but, I know, it's true. It's true. <laughs> nah, it's all good. But um, to answer your question, I would say, um, you know, since we're talking about, you know, those artists I, you know, I mentioned, they're known mostly for, you know, that heavy lyricism. So I would say lyricism-wise or, you know, just bars. Right. Um. Shit, that's tough. I guess I probably have to go like Tupac, Biggie. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy. I'll probably even put Wayne in there. Okay. Um, and I'll probably throw probably either like Eminem or probably even Busta Rhymes. I mean, mm. you're talking about and and probably not honestly. Okay. Yeah, you know, when you talk about Buster Rhymes, I, I I truly honestly feel like Buster does not get the respect he deserves. Like, I really feel like he doesn't get the, t- the respect that he deserves, especially being one of the top artists and one of the top lyricists of this generation. You know, like, I really feel as though he's very underrated, you know, especially for the amount of time that he stayed around. And then also with this latest project that he just put out, just the whole... He he's one of the most underrated I can say in the whole entire hip hop game. Right. Yeah, man. For sure. Another one that people constantly bring up is uh Twista yeah. when it comes to the lyrics and the bars and just the rhyme scheme. Mm-hmm. Someone like that too. Just people in that area like where they're making sense and they're also spitting at a pace that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. The flow's crazy and the bars are crazy. I'd say mm-hmm. um those dudes are probably in the top five, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, with Twister, you know, I think the the biggest hang up for him at the time was the fact that, you know, Bone Thugs, you know, they they virtually had the same style. Not a lot of too, not too many people was used to the fast rapping. Bone Thugs is great. Yeah. You know, and they had, you know, like not too many people are familiar with that style or whatever the case may be. So sometimes it's kind of hard to follow. But when you really break it down, you listen to what they're saying, you realize that they got a lot of lyrical complexity in their words to be able to spit that many words at one time and 16 bars, you know? Right. Yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. Definitely. Are you? Would you ever find yourself, you know, on a record rapping fast, or you just like to stick to who you are? You just go with the feeling at the moment. I guess right now I don't really have that many going fast, but mm-hmm. I've had some crazy fast freestyles before. Mm. Um, and back when I was younger, because I used to be more rap heavy. Now I'm a little more like just song oriented, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. I definitely was doing some crazy raps that were really fast. Mm. Yeah, man, like, late? not really. Mm. 
Me, I always, you know, I always give people credit where credit is due because I, there's no way in the hell I can rap that fast. I can barely talk that fast and not stumble over my words and stuff like that. So, you know, anybody out there that can rap that fast and do it, you know, at a level where, you know, it's almost like it's damn near perfection. Got to salute them for that, man, for real. Definitely. Absolutely, man. So with that being said, man, you know, we are into the full swing now with 2022. The summer is almost over. And, you know, I know there's still a whole lot of year left and a whole lot of music that you still have that you're working on. So what else can we expect from you going forward for the rest of this year? I have a music video dropping next week mm-hmm. for a song called No Complaint. That was one of the words you used in the freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shortly after that, I'd say sometime in August, I'm probably dropping another single. And then later on, another project. I've definitely already got another project basically finished ready to go. Mm. So it's just about planning it out and releasing it at the right time now. Now, let me ask you, how much music would you say that you're actually holding on to? Because it sounds like to me, you are just a, a, a studio junkie. Like you just love to be in the studio, creating music. I am in the studio right now. <laughs> like man. as we talk. That's I'm sitting in the studio taking the call. Um, so yeah, I was in the studio for seven hours yesterday and I've already been in here for five today. Wow. So but with that being said, that that doesn't mean shit if you don't get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. So efficiency is everything for sure. Um, it's about what you do when you're in the studio. So I'd say I've made hundreds of songs and I'd say maybe about a hundred of them in total were fully finished, maybe 500 that weren't completely finished. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I got a pretty fat vault. Um, a lot of them, you know, you'll never even hear, mm. you know, you have no idea how many songs artists have that are just completely shelved and they're just stored on a hard drive. They're probably never even going to post it. Mm. So that's definitely a lot of music I have, but I have tons that's going to be posted. Tons that I approve of for sure. That's what's up. And I always, you know, like, I, I remember I, I said it one time before. Like, I don't know if you, like, really, like, are entertained or into the whole, you know, format of verses, you know, and whatnot. And I had brought it up and I said, you know, I would like to, you know, cause they like to celebrate, you know, a lot of the, the timeless music or a lot of the, the big hits that these artists have. But it's like, to me, it's like, I want to see a platform that comes up and, you know, we get to hear a lot of those unreleased records. Like me, I'm a big fan of the unreleased joints because you hear the ones that is out there. But I'm right. like, yo, a lot of artists got so much heat that they're just sitting on that we will never get a chance to hear that. I would love for somebody out there to create a platform like that. What would you say to that? For sure, because there is so much. You even heard of stories of people selling their unreleased, some famous rappers they'll sell their unreleased to some dude for like Mm $500,000. You know what I mean? At like an auction, stuff like that. So I think pulling out the, uh, the unreleased is, is kind of everything. It's it's painful as an artist though. Cause like, if you don't want it out for whatever reason, then like it can be hard to let it go. But whether or not you like it doesn't necessarily mean someone else won't, you know, it's it's like music to really one man's trash is another man's treasure type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you put a song on, and the person down the street doesn't like that song and they're playing a song and you hate that song, you know, people mm-hmm. like genres and certain sounds and all sorts of stuff. So I think 
for the better, most things should be released for sure. Mm. That's a very interesting perspective to put it in. I never really thought about that um, as far as, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Applying that, you know, that metaphor to, you know, music. Because when you think about it, you're right. You know, a lot of songs that I may think is whack, the next person may think is hot. And it's it's funny how it works like right. that, you know? Exactly. So it's all subjective, you know? It's not math. It's not two plus two equals four. It's not like that. It's like, do you like this color? Do you like this sound? Do you like this feeling? Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 just not math. It's subjective. So I definitely agree with you. Um, an unreleased platform would be really cool. Yeah. And for anybody out there that make up that platform, if you happen to do so, don't steal my shit. Man, come over here and come holla at me, man. Let's collaborate on it. But yo, I really want to give him a cut. <laughs> Word, like 10% is all I'm asking for. You better give him a cut. <laughs> give him 10%. Come word, on, give him 10. Word, word, word. I came up with the idea, goddammit. At least let me get a little bit of something. Even give me like, I don't know. Give me, give me some money for it, <laughs> but it's all good though. But anyway, man, yo, Jake, it was a dope conversation that we had a chance to have with you here today, man. We are so thankful for the fact that you was able to take time out of your busy schedule to come up here, you know, and chop it up with us. I really enjoyed this conversation. For sure. For the record, you're probably my favorite interviewer I've done so far. Oh man, I, I like to that. you. I appreciate the time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought you were really genuine and, uh, you were a cool guy. So I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I feel the same way, yo. You are definitely a genuine guy, and I really enjoyed this. And I hope this is not the last time you come here on this platform. I would love to have you back because I know there's going to be a lot of people out here that's going to listen to this this interview, and they want to going to they going to want to know more about you. And they want to know, uh, you know, how they can get in contact with you, and also, you know, follow you and you know hear your music. So, with that being said, man, how can they make that possible? I'm uh, Jake Love on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming platforms, mm-hmm. J-A-K-E-L-U-V. And uh, my Instagram and my social media is Jake Love Official. So it's all on there. I got a bunch of BTS, a bunch of albums, and a bunch of fire. Mm. Now, let me ask you, you know, when it's all said and done... And, you know, you say you want to just, you know, take a break from the music. You got so much music already stockpiled that you can probably take off for, you know, an extended amount of time and not miss a beat. Would you do that or would you just stay working in the studio because that's how much you just love making music? That's a good question. Um, I would take small breaks. It's it's hard to stay away from it for Mm. long. You know, it's like LeBron James at the gym. Like, you can only keep them away from the gym for so long. Mm-hmm. So like, um, yeah, I think small breaks can be good for artists too. You don't want to just sit in there and just rot. You know what I mean? You want to make sure you experience a little bit of life, mm-hmm. make sure you have a little bit of fun, a little bit of stuff to write about or, you know, rap about. And, uh, so yeah, taking little breaks is good, but I'm never out too too long. That's for sure. That's what's up, man. So before we get out of here, you know, do you have any, you know, shout outs, any words of encouragement to anybody out there that's listening right now or any final thing that you would like to say, you know, to the audience before we sign off for this particular interview? Uh, Shout out to everybody supporting me for sure. Shout out to my team, my uh, videographers, the producers I work with, the studios I work with, everything like that. So everybody's making it happen for me. And uh, shout out to you for having me, for sure. Absolutely, man. And shout out to you for coming up here and being willing to, you know, appear on this platform and share a very interesting and dope, 
you know, story with us, man. We truly enjoyed it. For sure. No doubt, Appreciate man. it. Absolutely. And we appreciate you. And for everybody else, man, make sure you keep it locked and stay tuned. Because up next, here we have it. And this one right here is called Love Letters by my man, Jake Love. Up next here on the Nonstop Radio Show, ladies and gentlemen. So keep it locked and stay tuned. It's your host, Emilio Wackball. We'll be back with much more right after this. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. Ain't no forget her Probably had some bag with you Girl, you are a trendsetter And you got no man with you You know I can't stand with it Trying to be the one that means the most to you But every time I stay I guess I don't need anyone else to call up late like this We got love letters, but you ain't no forgetter Probably had some bag with you Girl, you are a trendsetter And you got no man with you You know I can't stand with it Trying to be the one that means the most to you But every time I stay Wednesday, I'm calling out your name, and I feel like some things don't change, I guess, I don't need anyone else to call up late like this, oh yeah, yeah. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. And that is our show for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We want to say thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in to the Non-Stop Radio Show. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Mid-Morning Rush Show on KKSJ, J Radio. It's your boy Emilio Wackball. Y'all all be safe, you heard? Want to be heard on the Non-Stop Radio Show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Nonstop Radio.